This is Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Kuf Membeis. Today's shir should be as close for Shleim of Chaim Avram Chanit Chayabat of Asvan Chaim and Sir Yisdavim Sir Ritz Shon Zivim Ritz Leitus Arbat Skenendol Yosef Chaim and Sir Esa Yosef Ben Mindel Veshav Figa Bas Shira Chanel Yisaparis Ben Yudas Shavleya Tinuk Ben Chayat Zerol Tzar Shlomit Bas Noami Rafael David Ben Eto Riva Besoich Sharachili Yisrael. We pick it up from the bottom of Kuf Mem Aleph Amid Beis. We began the parak. We'll just read quickly again the Mishnah. Before we get straight into this 21st parak of Shabbos, a short parak, take us today and tomorrow, Mir Tzayshem. Let's begin. Says the Mishnah, not all them as Benoiv Evan Biyadav Kalkalav Evan Beseichum Metalton Shubatameim Tahira Vimachulin. So, a bunch of cases that you're carrying or you're taking something that has a muksa item with it, and we're saying it is not a problem. You got to take a child, even though the child's holding a stone. You got to take a basket, even though there's a stone in the basket. You got to take Shubatameim, even Shubatahira, even though there's Shubatameim with it. Each one of these items has an element of muksa with it. Yeah, you're allowed to take it. Review Daimer Avmalin Esam Meduma Vechlemeya. You even allowed to fix the Shuma. You allowed to take out one part. Of Chuma against the hundred, and we'll see today in the Gemara what that means. Says the Gemara, Amar Rava, Hoytzi Tinuk Chai Vikis Talibitzavaroi Chai Misho Mikis Tinuk Mis Vikis Talibitzavaroi Potter. Two different cases over here. Case number one is someone brings out into Rosh Hashanah a Tinuk Chai Hoytzi Tinuk Chai. You carry out a living child, and there's a kiss. There's a there's a wallet or something tied around Talibitzavaroi. What's this a derice of carrying? You carried a kiss, you carried a wallet, you carried a purse on Shabbos. However, if the kid is unfortunately not alive anymore, and the kid is still wearing this kiss, this wallet, then you are potter. So now the Gemara explains, obviously we know potter means Isser Darabonin. But now the Gemara explains why in the first case you Yuchayiv, in the second case you Potter. Tinik Chayiv, because Talib is Avarei Chayiv, Mishum Kis, says the Gemara of L'chayiv Na Mishum Tinik. You're Chayiv because you carried out this purse. Why aren't you also Chayiv because you carried out a child in Shabbos? Says the Gemara, Rav HaKerem Nasa Tzviyulei Damarachai, Noisi Esatzma, rule we've seen already, that living entities are considered to carry themselves. If you're carrying something that is living on Shabbos, it's only an Isser Dirabonin. So you're not Chayiv, there's no Isser Dirabonin for carrying the child, because Chayiv Noisi Esatzma. Says the Gemara, one second. Why don't we say then you're not going to also be Chayiv on the kiss, on the wallet, because of the child. What does that mean? Do not learn in the Mishnah. In a case where you have a living person in a bed and you carry out the living person on the bed on Shabbos into Rosh Hashanah. Potter Avalamita. Your potter even on the bed means only an Isidra Bonan. Why? You carry two things. You carry the living person and you carry the bed. So aren't you Chayv Darais for carrying the bed? Shamita Tfeila Lai. Because the bed is bottle, is tuffle, is an auxiliary item to the person. And therefore, the bed, you're also patron. Just since the person carries himself, it's only this is on, the bed is considered as piggybacks in some level onto the person, and therefore you're going to be patron also, also on the bed. So says the Gemara, why in our case don't we say the same thing? Why don't we say that the kiss that this wallet on the child is bottle, is an auxiliary to the child, and just like on the child it's only an Isidra Banan, it should also be an Isidra Banan, I'm sorry, just like, yeah, just like on the child it's only an Isidra Banan, it should also be an Isidra Banan on the kiss that's on him. Answers the Gemara, a very important answer. A bed with regard to a person is bottle to the person. Kiss where the wallet on the child is not mavatal to him. That's the reason why. If you carry out a kid and the kid's wearing some sort of item on him, it's an Isidur Haisa. One very important din that comes out of this Gemara 
And the Mar said, is This is a rule that we've seen already. That if a person is in a wheelchair, it's usually similar rules that the wheelchair is bottled to the person, and it's a very big nafkamina, then it's only considered an isadura banan to push that person. And the difference is, is therefore to get a guy to do it would only be a shvos de shvos, would be getting a guy to do an isadura banan and not an isadura And that's this rule of mita legabe chai is mavatale, whereas kiss the wallet legabe tinik is loy mavatale, therefore it's an isadura Says the Gemara, now we explain the other case, three lines from the bottom. Tinoik mace, because if the child is no longer living and there's a wallet, there's a purse tied around the child's neck, Potter, you carried out a child and you don't have the svar anymore of because the child's not alive. And says, because you're not carrying out the child, it's, in, it's a mace over here, you're carrying it out to bury it, and therefore you're not carrying it, you don't want the mace, and therefore it's only an iser, and now Rashi asked the obvious question, so why aren't you chayiv now for the kiss? In this case, you have, so again, what was the case? Tinik mace, we kissed all with Tavari. So we said you're a potter. Why in this case are you not chayiv because of the wallet on the kid? Like in the first case. We explained why you're not chayiv for the child. Why aren't you chayiv because of the wallet? So Rashi says, what are we talking about over here? We're talking about it's like a toy, a wallet, some sort of purse that was on the child's neck. The child was playing with Rashi's two lines at the bottom. The child was three lines. child was playing with this item before the child was nifter. And then once the child was nifter, because of your bitterness, because of your sorrow over the death, you are mevatel and you say, oh, forget the wallet, forget the toy. And therefore you just decide to leave it there. And therefore it becomes bottled to the mace. Says the Gemara, Tanah we learned in the Mishnah. Naitel Adam as Benoiv Evan Biyadi allowed to take a child, and the child is holding a stone. Amri Dvei Ravyanei Betinik. So Amri Dvei Ravyanei Betinik Sheyesh Loi Gaguin. The case over here is talking about with a child that's getting sick, love sick for the kid's father. What well, what's going on over here? Let's see Rashi. Rashi over here, two lines of the Vanav Evan Biyadi. Rashi says, Midishari Lei Betiltel Bechatzer from the fact that we allow you to carry. To take the child with Evan with a stone in his hand in the courtyard, Shmamina, Lav It's not viewed like you, the father, are holding the stone dummy. So why are you chayiv for the kiss? Again, the Gemara is a kasha. Let's read it again. Tanan, ask the Gemara, we learned to the Mishnah. You're allowed to take the child and the child's holding the stone. What's the question? The question is if you're allowed to take the child, the child's holding a stone, that means we do not view it that the father is holding the stone. If we do not view that the father is holding the stone, why, when the child is wearing this purse, something around its neck, do we view it as if the father is holding the item and the fortunate the right? So we said if the father carries out the child and the child is something wrapped around the kid's neck, then it's viewed as if the father is holding the item on the kid's neck and therefore it's an Isa. But in this first case in the Mishnah, we said if the father's holding the kid and the kid's holding the stone, that's allowed. Obviously, we do not view it like the father's holding the item that the child's holding. Answers the Gemara, last line. Talking about a child that has gaguin, that has a longing for its father. Rashi says the kid is going to get sick. And that's the reason why we waive the restriction regarding to the fact that the child's holding a stone. Rashi points out it's not a psychana, it's not a real psychana. It's not a, the kid's not going to die, but it's psychana's chayli. And therefore, that is the reason why we are mako. 
says the Gemara in the Tower Kufman, Bezam and Aleph, my area, Evan, Afilodin or Nami. Why do we say the case is you're taking the child and child's holding a stone and then we're allowing it? Why? Because the kid is lovesick, the kid is screaming for his father, the kid's having a tantrum, the kid's going to get sick. Ask the Gemara, why don't we say the same case by a dinar? The kid's holding a dollar and he still should be allowed to. Answers the Gemara, ask the Gemara, I'm sorry, Alama Amarava. Rava explained that the whole din the Mishnah is only true with regard to a stone. But if the kid is holding it money, then you're no longer allowed to take the child. Answers the Gemara. Evan, the kid's holding a stone. If the kid drops the stone, you're not going to go pick it up. But Dinar, the kid's holding five bucks and you're taking the kid. If the kid drops it, the father's going to come to pick it up. And therefore, it's an Isidur Abanan to walk out. And Rashi here points out it's not necessarily to, if you're holding the child, it's even if you're holding the kid's hand. Look at the top Rashi. Rashi says, This has nothing to do with an Isidur Muksa right now. The Gemara's answer is a new Isidur and Isidur Haitzah. We're afraid if the kid drops it, the father's going to come to pick it up and just rab it. So therefore, Rashi points out, even to hold the child's hand, and the kid is walking, why? Because the kid might come to drop it, and the father might come to pick it up. Definitely something that one should be careful with. You're walking with the kid in the street, and just a rabbi. if the kid goes out of the house holding something, so you might think, what's the big deal? The kid's a little kid. The kid is not, uh, does not have a problem carrying this in Chavez. That's true. But once it's an item of value, like we're seeing over here, once it's money, then we have to be concerned that the kid's going to drop it, and the father is going to come pick it up. Says the Gemara, four lines down, So now we're going to bring a raya to Rava. What was Rava? Rava was the first thing, that when you carry a child, and the child is wearing something, the child has a kiss on him, not clothing, but it's an item on the child that it's viewed as if the father is carrying that item and it's an Isidar Raisa. Says the Gemara's being a riot to that. Four lines down, Tanakh Vasidarava. Ha, mighty Kalim Mukupalim. If someone carries Kalim that are folded up, Umanach Nak, Sefer on his shoulder, Visandalo Vitabato Biyadov, and he's holding his shoes and his ring. Chayv, obviously, you're carrying in Shabbos Isidar Raisa. In which is Ram, obviously. But if you're wearing the clothing, you're wearing the sandal, you're wearing the ring, whatever the case of the ring is, Potter is a Dirabanan. Again, depending on the case, as Rashi says, that um, you're wearing the clothing. Says, I mean, meaning, uh, point is that Potter is that the Begadim are going to be bottled to him, and obviously it should be Mutter. It's going to depend on all the rules of Aitzah that we have seen. Says the Gemara, but that's not the Raya. What's the Raya? Hamoitzi Adam, let's say you carry a person. The Kalov Allah. If you carry a person, the person's wearing clothing, the person's wearing a ring, the person's wearing these items, then it's an Isadar for carrying the person. And here's the Rayah. And if you're carrying a person and the person is holding these items, Chayiv, Issa Daraisa, you are considered as if you're holding that item. Issa Daraisa, that is the Raya Tarava. Let's continue only on the two dots with eight lines down. Kavman, Bezim, and Aleph. Kalkalov, Evan, Vesechus, we said in the Mishnah. We had all these cases that you're carrying something and there's muks on it. Carrying a basket and there's a stone in the basket. A stone obviously is the quintessential muksa, muksa, machmas, gufai, something that with no usage on Shabbos, something that was not fashioned on by man. Therefore, it's muksa. Says the Gemara, if I might have a kalkalov, lever, or why? Let it carry out the basket. The basket should be a basis, should be a base for the muksa, and therefore the basket should attain the same level of muksa as the stone. No, the basket is full of fruit, and there happens to be a stone in there, and therefore it's that a is for both the mutter and the osser, says the Gemara. So that's why you let it carry it out. 
Ask the Gemara one second. Throw, not tilt over the basket, knock out the Paris, finish the eleven, throw out the stone, and then Minaktin Yubiadayim. And then pick up the fruit, put them out of the basket, and go. Why are we allowing you to carry this basket? That has fruit and a stone in it. Why don't you just tilt over the whole basket, throw out the stone, throw out the fruit, throw out everything, then pick up the fruit, put it back in the basket, and then go walking. Why are we allowing you? Very good that there's also fruit in the basket, but why does that give you a right to carry the mugs up? And this is a very important rule that any time you're carrying something, and this is the halacha, and we'll see the answer of the Gemara, but any time you're carrying something that has mugs and heter in it, even if, there is going to be a heter to carry the heter, whatever the case is, like we're about to see in the Gemara, the lichatchila is always to knock out the muksa. You always have to do nayer and knock out the muksa. And that's the Gemara's question. Answers the Gemara, technical reason you don't have to. Answers the Gemara, because they're loyal, my rab, prepares amit enough, and no, the fruit is going to get ruined. Since the fruit is going to get ruined, therefore, we don't require you to knock it off, which is the same rule that any time the item's going to get ruined, going to get lost, then we do not make you knock out the item. But in the case where it won't get ruined, let's say it was apples that aren't going to get ruined, they're nice and hard apples, then you would have to tilt over the basket, let the stone fall out, pick up the apples, put them back in, and then keep on walking. Barring it wouldn't be a big tircha. Says the Gemara, Hachinami appears on nothing. Says the Gemara one second, the same question, why don't we, so Rashi explains that the Gemara's question over here is, why don't we shake the basket until the stone goes to one side, the fruit goes to the other side, and then just knock out the stone? Very good, you can't knock out the fruit because the fruit are going to get disgusting. The fruit are mushy, cooked fruits, but it's knock out the stone. Answers the Gemara, we're dealing with a basket with a hole. The stone is part of the walls of the basket. If you knock out the stone, the basket's not going to have any functionality. It's not going to be able to be used. And that's the reason why why we let you carry the stone, but we see from here a very important rule that anytime you can knock out the moksa, you're required to knock out the moksa, barring it's not going to ruin the situation. And again, the only reason why we then allow you to move it is because the davar heter, the fruit, is what you need and is more valuable than the davar moksa. And therefore, when you have a bosses, a base for davar iser, the stone, a davar heter, the fruit, we let you carry the basket for the sake of the davar heter, the fruit. Says the Gemara, the two dots, about 13 lines down, Kufman Beis of Adalif, Metaltalin Truma. So we said the same thing in the Truma to this case is only when the good stuff is on the bottom and the bad stuff, the chumatameyo, is on the top. Avol, what if it's the flip side case? If the chumatameyo is on the top and the chumatameyo is on the bottom, says the Amara, similar to what we just saw a moment ago, why are you carrying something that is muksa? Take off the top items, those are the tar ones, those are the ones that you're going to eat, and leave the other ones on the bottom. Says Gemara, one second. Same question we said a moment ago. Even when the Torah ones are on the bottom, why does that give you a right to carry the whole thing? Knock it all off and start again. Then the same thing. They're gonna get ruined, so we're not, we don't require you to knock it off. We see clearly in all cases, whether it's on top or bottom, we allow you to carry it. Because Chista said that the only case that we allow you to carry it is when the tar is on the bottom. But when the tar is on the top, you have to take it off and just carry the tar. Chista answers. Very important. In our Mishnah, 
when did Rav Chista say you have to take off the item? Is when you need the item. That's when says Rav Chista, what do you need? You need this apple. So if the apple's on top, just take off the apple. The Bryce that said whether the apple's on top or apple's on the bottom, you let him move it, is when you need the place of the basket. So it's not going to help to take off the top one because you still need the place of the basket. And therefore, we allow you to move the whole thing. Says Gemara, my Doki de Chista, look me, my Sisters are Gufai. Why Rav Chista, why is he forced to say that answer? Amarava, Masnisan Kavaseideka. It's Meduyak like Rav Chista. Tony, save the save of the Mishnah. Save of the Mishnah, don't get confused. It's not in our Mishnah, it's the next Mishnah on base. If a money on a pillow, you shake off the pillow and the money falls off. The only time you have to knock off the money is when the Saragufai, when you need the pillow itself. We need the whole place of the pillow. Then you got to pick up the whole pillow with the money on it and move it away. That's what Rav Chista learned. Since the case of the Seifa is that you need the item, so to the ratio you need the item. That's what Rav Chista learned that when the tar item's on the top, just take off the tar item and eat it. But when the tar is on the bottom, then you can move the whole thing. Whereas the price that said you let him move it, whether the tar is on top or the tar is on bottom, the reason is very simply because you need the place and not the item itself. Says the Gemara of Yudah Imraf Malin, there were a lot of fix the chuma was one din that we need to know over here chuma is telling you cannot eat chulin is something that you could eat and therefore when the chuma falls into the chulin it messes it all up because now you don't know what the chuma is you still can't eat it anymore but it's bottle bimeya whenever the chuma falls into a mixture of 100 times it then it will be bottle then Yisrael will be allowed to eat it. But then there's going to be a technical d- issue that the Kayin is going to lose out. The Kayin gets the Chuma. So what do we do? We can't let the Yisrael eat all 101 parts. So the Yisrael goes, takes off one piece, gives out any one piece to the Kayin because it's already bottled. Then the other 100 are permissible to the Yisrael. Again, Betel Bimeya needs 100 times the amount to be mevatled. Said in our mission, on our mission we said, that when a piece of Chuma falls into 100 times it, you're allowed to take off that one piece, give it to the Kayin, and eat it on, and then eat the rest of it on Shabbos. Asks the Gemara, again, two dots, about 13 lines to the bottom, Vamai, Hakam is sacking. Why are you allowed to take off that one piece, give it to the Kayin? You are fixing the mixture. Fixing things on Shabbos, a form of Makhmet Patish, you're making the item permissible to eat. Why are you allowed to do that on Shabbos? Says the Gemara, Few different attempts over here. Attempt number one, Rav Yehuda, Rav Eliezer, Rav Yehuda is one of the Mishnah. Rav Yehuda that allows you to fix it holds like Rav Eliezer, the Amar. A lot of these things are in the in the lumbus, in the understanding of what's going on over here. Truma bi'ina machta. Rav Eliezer holds that the truma is viewed as if it is distinct. Whenever you have a mixture, you have one item falls into a basket of a hundred. It's all mixed together. Rav Yehuda and holds like Rav Eliezer, who views this mixture as if. The truma is distinct on the side, and therefore, when you take it off and give it to the kayin, you're not being mitakin anything because it already was at some level separate and distinct. What is this opinion, Rav It's an argument in the Mishnah. Saw truma shenafel apachus memeya vinidma'a. A saw of truma, one saw falls into lepachus memeya, less than a hundred vinidma. Now it all becomes aser because you don't have bitol memeya. You don't have a hundred times. It falls into ninety-nine. Now the whole mixture is aser. Now one piece of that falls into to something else. Again, we had one piece of truma that falls into 99 of chulin. The whole mixture now is tummy. Now one piece of that mixture falls into something else. The question is in that basket, the second basket over here, how much do you need to be mevatel over here? Do we say you need the amount of the first mixture plus enough to have a hundred times the original piece or, and if, or do you say no, you view it as if it's all mixed and now you need Another hundred times. Ask the Gemara, Rav Eliezer, Oimer, Midamaz Kitruma Vaday. 
Rabbi Yezer holds it as if it's a din of truma vadai, and now you need a hundred times more, which is obviously a large quantity. It all goes according to the calculation. Let's understand the opinion of the Chachamim, then our Liazor will become clear. According to the Chachamim, it's very simple. You have a piece of Chuma, falls into Chulin. Let's say there's 60 pieces of Chulin here. It's not a bottle. It's not a bottle. And then it falls into how much do you need according to the Chachamim? You need 100 in total. So you add 60. If it falls into another 40, now there will be 100 Chulin versus the original one of Chuma, and it will be bottle. That's the opinion of the Chachamim. Revelyezer holds no. Revelyezer holds even though already was 60, you need another 100 in the next basket. What's the reason? Because Revelyezer holds that the piece of Chuma is viewed as if it's distinct. We view it as if it's not mixed with this 60, and therefore when one piece of this 60 falls into the next mixture, we view it as if maybe that was the whole piece of Chuma that fell in. Now you're going to need 100. That's the opinion of Revelyezer that views it as distinct. And the Gemara wants to say that Revelyehuda, I'm sorry, that's the opinion of, Re, yeah, and the Gemara wants to say that Revelyehuda and our Mishnah holds like that Revelyezer, and therefore you can fix it on Shabbat. Says the Gemara, no way. Even the Shabbos say lechomra. Maybe Rav Eliezer only said it's din lechomra. It's viewed as a separate, distinct mixture lechomra. However, lekula mishamis lay. We don't know that he allows you to view lekula to fix the mixture. Smar says you're right. Elua merkur of shimin. A new attempt. He all like Rav Shimon. Kid, it's not like we learned in the Mishnah. Saw chumah shenaf lemeya. A saw of chumah that falls into a hundred. V'loyhistik like bia. So really, if it fell into a hundred, it should be bottle. Everything is good. However, v'loyspia like bia, and you didn't get a chance to pick it up, meaning to fix it to give one part to the kohen. Ad shenaf la'acharis until another piece fell in. Until another piece fell in. Hares asura v'rav shimin matir. It's aser. Rav shimin says it's mutter. So the Mar thinks right now that according to Shimon, what's the reason that it is mutter? The reason that it is mutter is because it's considered its own item, and therefore it is bottle, and that's the reason why you're going to be allowed to eat this mixture. You'll be allowed to eat the mixture according to Shimon, because we view that the first one was distinct, and it fell in, and it became bottle. Now the next one that fell in fell into a mixture of 101, and it's also bottle. But again, the opinion of Shimon seemingly is that we view the truma as if it's separate and distinct, and that's going to be whoever you the Mishnah holds like. This is a little bit difficult, as you'll see in the Gemara's answer. Ask the Gemara, Mimai, what's the raya? Maybe the Machloikis, Tanakama, Rav Shimon says, follows. Even though it fell one, and then fell another piece, the Tanakama holds as if we view both pieces of Truman that fell in at one time, and therefore you don't have enough to be bent to bottle, you don't have a hundred times. We view each piece as if it fell into 50. Rav Shimon Savar, no. Kamaisa bottle. Rav Shimon holds just viewed as it happens. It's not that it's a separate and distinct entity, just you view it in the regular time. The first one is bottle, and therefore, how do you know that the reasoning in the longest of Rav Shimon is because it's viewed separately? Ella, so the Gemara's next attempt and final attempt, who Rav Yehud and our Mishnah holds, they allowed to fix it is who holds anytime you have a mixture of a hundred and one piece falls into it, and therefore you have to take off that one piece and give it to the kain. Shimon Lazar holds, you have to look at it and say, okay, a piece from that side, I'm eventually going to give it to the kain, and then you eat for this time. You're even allowed to eat from it before you give it to the kain. So seemingly, if Shimon Lazar holds that the piece of Truma is viewed as if it's separate, and that's the reason why Rabbi Yehudu will allow you to fix it in the Mishnah. Says the Gemara, one second. Does he really hold like Shimon 
Elazar, but we learned to Amir Beis. But Amir Fli Poligale. But we know that Rabbi Yudah argues on Rashi Ben Elazar. Tanya Rabbi Yudah, Imer. Malad is a Dum Vachan Vemeo. Rabbi Yudah held, you take out one piece versus a hundred. Shimon Elazar, Imer, Nisan, and Mesad Zevachum is that Acher. Shimon Elazar is arguing. He says, you don't have to take out the piece. Answers the Gemara, no. Rabbi Yudah, Adif, Amir Shimon Elazar. He's even greater. Meaning, Shimon Elazar holds it, you separate and distinct, you're allowed to eat it. Rabbi Yudah holds, not only are you allowed to eat it, it's so distinct, you're even allowed to take it out on Shabbos, because it's as if you're not doing anything, and that's the reason why it's not an Isser ticket on Shabbos, and that's Rabbi Yehuda, the Mishnah allows you to take a one piece versus the hundred that I was bottled in, it's like the opinion of Rav Shem ben Elazar. Let's begin, I'm going to be, let's begin the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, Evan Abiyah Chavis, you have a stone on a barrel, the stone is obviously Moksa, and you got to get to your wine in the barrel, what do you do? You tilt over the barrel on the side, and the stone falls off. Let's say it's a lot of barrels, and therefore you can't tilt over the barrel. So you pick up the barrel with the stone on it. Then you throw out the stone, throw off the stone. Your money on the pillow. Knock off. Very common case. Come to your bed Friday night. There's a piece of muksa. You left your phone in your pillow. What do you do? Knock off the bill. Knock off the phone. Let's say there's a, a nice uh, piece of uh, spit, saliva, something like that. Rashi says. Then, and it's on a bag again. You wipe it off with a dry cloth. If the item it's on is leather, then you're allowed to pour water on it until it dissolves. On the baguette, you're not allowed to pour water on it. Because to pour water on a clothing on Shabbos is essentially an rice. It says Rashi Shuri, soaking something with water is its cleaning. So you just have to wipe it off. If it's on R, on leather, then you're allowed to pour water. It says the Of course, the Mishnah only is if you forgot the stone of the barrel. If you put it there with Kavana, then you want it there to be on Shabbos. Nasis bus lever also then it becomes a buses. Once it becomes a buses, now you could do because then the item underneath is also muksa. Then the pillow, then the barrel becomes as if it's a stone itself, and you're not allowed. Who's the tana that holds? You have two options over here. You either just knock over the barrel, or you can pick it up. So who is the tana that holds? that when you have a hetter, and when you have an iser, you're you're tereach in the Heter and not in the Isser. Amarab Rav Khan, Amarav Yechon, Rav Shimon Gamliel. It's a time of Rav Shimon Gamliel. It's now we learned in the Mishnah. Ha Bayer a kidney is beyond it. Someone is doing Bayer on Yantif. You take out the good stuff and you eat it. No, you do the normal bayer b'cheiko in your lap, but tamcho in the plate. Vitanya, and we learned in a brace explaining this mishnah. That's only when there's more food than refuse. Then what? Everyone agrees. Take out the food. Why do you take out the food? Because you go with the heter. You go with that which is easier. But in our case, our case is considered as if the food is more than the psoilestami. And therefore, why in our case are you doing the heter? So let's see Rashi. Rashi, we're basically going to finish. Let's see Rashi. Rashi over here says... Uh, Mantana, let's look at Rashi, Mantana. Rashi says, Mantana, the Masis, the Tani Magbio, Mita, Sida, the Islay, the Chitarach, when you're doing something in Chavis, Midrach, the Chavis, Davi, Atira, Vloy, it's 11. Oh, why don't you just take off the stone? Davi, Yisura, why? Because you're picking up the whole barrel, just pluck off the stone. Limar thinks, what's the difference? You're picking up the barrel and the stone's moving. So what's the difference? You pick up the barrel and the stone moves, just pick up the stone. Says the Gemara, who is this Tana? So Shimming Omnil. 
But according to Shimon Gamliel, the Gemara is bothered. In our case, it should be considered Eichel Meruba Alapsaylestami. And therefore, what should you do? Shimon Gamliel taught us that you should do that which is easier. So what should you do? You just take off the stone. Answer the Gemara, no. Again, the Gemara is bothered that seemingly the only time you go with the hetter is when it's not easier. But when it's easier, then we should do less tircha and Shabbos. And less tircha and Shabbos should dictate that why do you just take off the stone? Why are you picking up the whole barrel? Answers the Gemara, no. Hachanami, kivadi bayle mishkal, lo mishka yayin adashakli Eventually, you're going to have to take off the stone. Why? Says Rashi. To get out the wine from the bottom of the barrel, you're going to have to tilt over the whole barrel anyways. Since eventually you're going to have to tilt over the whole barrel, kipselos murubal aichel dami. So it's viewed as if it's more pselos than the aichel, meaning it's viewed that you're going to end Anyways, they have to do this tircha, and therefore we say don't touch the mooks that pick up the stone, rather pick up the whole barrel and tilt it off. But if it's between all the barrels, again, you have a bunch of barrels, you have a barrel with a stone on top of it. We said, if number one, tilt off the stone. Number two is, if there's a barrels here and therefore you can't tilt off the stone because it'll fall out another barrel, pick up the barrel, move it over, and then tilt it over. Says, or there's glass items around it, then my and meaning, and therefore you don't have the potential to knock over the stone. You pick it up to another place, and then you tilt it over, and it falls, and then you gotta take and then you bring the barrel back. Let's just learn one, three more lines. Money on the pillow. Again, the same rule is only when you forgot it, which generally that is the case. You left your phone in your bed, you left your money in your bed, you didn't put the money in the phone on your pillow to be there for Shabbos. But if you did, then it's a bus, as you know, Knock it off. I'm Rabbi Chana. I'm Rabbi Yechlan. Loishanu al tzair gufai. Av l'tzairch mekaymai. Metalton by the love. Let's see you need a place. So knocking the tilting over the pillow with the money is not going to help because now the money is going to be in your bed. So you pick up the thing with the money and you move it over. That's called tiltal. Minatzad l'tzairch mekaymai. Chintan rivchia. Chintan chibar rami. Difti loishanu al tzairch gufai. Av l'tzairch mekaymai. Metalton by the love. You move it while it's on it. We'll pick it up from here.